Six Music. From 12.30, the Six Music Jukebox. Right now, it's a Six Music documentary. Behind the Brell, the story of a musical genius. Ne me quitte pas Il faut oublier Tout peut s'oublier Qui s'enfuit déjà Oublier le temps Des malentendus Et le temps perdu À savoir comment Oublier ces heures Qui tuaient parfois à coups de pourquoi Le cœur du bonheur Ne me quitte pas Ne me quitte pas, ne me quitte pas, ne me quitte pas. He could do all of it to the nth degree. Moi, he was great poet, great singer, great performer. Perles de pluie venues de pays où il ne pleut pas. The first time I saw him from was at uh, the Olympia. I wept. There was nobody like him. No one. Bien sûr, nos cœurs perdent leurs ailes, mais, mais voir un ami pleurer. You know, you talk about classics, but he is such an artist. He is so incredibly multi-layered, and his songs are individually complex, and and his oeuvre, his works, are complex. There's such a, a wide variety of songs. Je sais que tu prendras soin de ma femme Et je veux qu'on rie, je veux qu'on danse Je veux qu'on s'amuse comme des fous Je veux qu'on rie, je veux qu'on danse Quand c'est qu'on mettra dans trop He's part of the French roots So, uh, yeah, definitely everybody in France Can uh, love Jack Brian He's part of our uh, history T'as voulu voir Vierzon et on a vu Vierzon T'as voulu voir Vesoul et on a vu Vesoul T'as voulu voir Honfleur et on a vu Honfleur T'as voulu voir Hambourg et on a vu Hambourg J'ai voulu voir Anvers, on a revu Hambourg J'ai voulu voir ta sœur et on a vu ta mère Jacques Brel is a big uh, singer, we say Yes, a big one A poet too And a humanist man He's like Edith Piaf He's a huge uh, thing Elle s'invente son prochain amant Il ne voit plus dans leurs enfants Que les défauts que l'autre il est it's like the French culture. What can you find more French than Jacques Brel? Où le petit jour souriait quand il lui récitait Hamlet, nu comme un verre et en allemand, ils ont. I'm Mark Armand. I'm going to take you on a journey through the extraordinary life and work of one of the world's most expressive performers and introspective songwriters. Puisque te voilà. Jacques Brel wrote about real life, from love to death and everything in between. His lyrics were deep, sometimes dark, and he expressed every single emotion on stage. For Brel was a showman, and he didn't just sing the songs, he lived them. Brel's work is universally revered in the French-speaking world and many of his songs have been translated and adapted by the likes of Frank Sinatra, 
Dusty Springfield, Shirley Bassey, Nina Simone and David Bowie. In the port of Amsterdam, where the sailors all meet, there's a sailor who eats only fish heads and tails. In fact, it was David Bowie's Port of Amsterdam that had a profound influence on a 16-year-old boy from Southport. It was the B-side of Bowie's 1973 single, Sorrow, that began my lifelong love affair with one of France's greatest chansonniers. But whilst Jacques Brel's music is considered a cornerstone of French culture, in the English-speaking world he enjoys only a modest cult following. Despite this, Brel remains one of the world's most successful singer-songwriters. He sold tens of millions of records worldwide, and 32 years after his early death, the Brel Foundation in Brussels continues to be inundated with requests to adapt his work into other languages. But as we will discover, nobody really sings Brel like Brel. To truly understand what's behind the Brel, we first have to delve into the strong tradition of French chanson. Whereas we have traditionally in the English language been fairly happy with I love you and I'll be true and moon and June and so on, in chanson there's much more of a literary tradition. David Loosely is a professor of contemporary French culture. It's that element of the personal and the autobiographical and the intense. Whereas um, Shirley Bassey or somebody might well do, you know, a very lively, a very emotional uh, performance of a song, the identification between her and the song, the content of the song, is not as close as with the French singer-songwriter, where you, the whole purpose of the music, of the song, is that you feel it is the artist who is expressing him or herself. And that's true even of Edith Piaf, who did not, she did write songs, but she's not thought of as a songwriter. So much of French chanson is a stage performance. It's either a play or it's a storytelling exercise. French popular music seems to be um, much less concerned with the fleeting experience uh, and much more concerned with narrative, with actually building a story. And I think Brel comes very much into that category. Mm -hmm. 
Francis de Lavalin works at Editions Jacques Brel. An unbelievable, unique performer, an outstanding emotion of a man who used all his capability physically, arms, leg, body, head, mouth, eyes, hands, to show what he expects to share with his audience. Jean-Michel Boris was the creative director at the Olympia in Paris throughout Brel's career. He was an exceptional showman because on stage he would give the maximum of his person. It was extraordinary. He had this gesture in his voice, such a powerful voice. And the stage belonged to him. He knew to perfection how to use the stage to his advantage. Et puis la scène lui appartenait, il savait parfaitement. He could hold people's attention for hours. Songwriter Momus. Facing the audience for him was like a torero facing a bull. He felt that they were an aggressive, a kind of powerful bunch, and he had to go up there and subdue them somehow. And this is, that's Brel's machismo for you. I mean, he's very masculine, and he's up there, he's, but he wins against the audience every time. He could do all of it to the nth degree. He was great poet, great singer, great performer. Opera singer Toby Spence. The way he embodies the stories, the way he sweats the story out in front of you on the screen is fascinating. He's like a sort of, he's like a dynamo. There's, there's, I've never seen anybody perform like that in my life. Although Jacques Brel is often held up as one of the greatest examples of French chanson, he wasn't actually French. Jacques Brel was born in 1929 to middle-class parents in Belgium. They were actually of Flemish stock, but French-speaking. You know that Belgium is divided into those two uh, social and linguistic groups, the French-speaking and the Flemish-speaking. David Loosely again. His father... Um, had a share in a, a cardboard making company, a cardboard factory. And Jacques was always uh, destined to actually take that company over. He went to work for the company, hated it, and then round about that time started uh, thinking that he might like to become a singer. Started writing. Um, made a record in Belgium, uh, sent it to somebody who was actually really famous in, in, in discovering all the big names in French popular music at that time, called Jacques Canetti, a sort of impresario figure. And Canetti was impressed by this first record, invited him down to Paris. 
The only thing about Canetti, as all of these are kind of apocryphal stories, really, but Canetti, once he saw him, because Brel was not the loveliest, most handsome of men, um, said, well, it's going to be quite difficult for you to make a career because, you know, he's very gangly, very young. He himself, Brel himself, describes himself as looking like a horse. Uh, so uh, Canetti gave him advice, which turned out to be, you know, entirely wrong advice, to... Um, make a career as a songwriter. Derrière la saleté, ses talents devant nous, derrière les yeux plissés et les visages mous, au-delà de ses mains, ouvertes ou fermées, qui se tendent en vain ou qui sont point levées, plus loin que les frontières qui sont de barbelés, plus loin que la misère, il nous faut regarder. Brel's daughter, France. Non, ce n'est pas indispensable qu'un artiste... It is not essential for an artist to leave the place where he is. Uh, for him, yes. For him, it was essential. I think that my father was a man that had to show the way. I think that there are artists who stay in their family, in their country, on their territory, in their garden, and here is where they create. Et c'est là qu'ils vont créer. Mon père, pas du tout. Mon père, pour créer... My father, not at all. My father, to create and do something that corresponds with his personality, he needs movement. He needs to go further. He needs to be frightened. He needs to be on his own. He needs to uh, conjugate the verb to daring things. He has got to take risks. He is more like a caged animal. You and the children stay. I'm going to go and conquer the world and by seeing the world he will engage in the process of creation and when he comes back it's to sleep one of brel's early songs achieved success when performed by french existentialist singer juliette greco le diable ça va ça va il y a toujours un peu partout des feux illuminant la terre ça va les hommes s'amusent comme des fous dangereux jeux de la guerre ça va de train les rails avec fracas parce que les gars plein d'idéal mettent des bombes sur les voies ça fait des morts originales ça fait des morts sans confession The um, song is really basically the devil comes to earth and he looks around him and he sees everything that kind of fits in with his life really and it's a really, you know, it's a really, it's a place he likes very much and it's a place that he kind of feels um, an empathy with and uh, he, he's kind of feel that he's done his job because mankind is really doing all the things that he's kind of um, wanted, you know, so it's kind of, um, he goes back down to to hell and has a grand feast to celebrate the fact that the world's going down the pan and the world is going to hell. It's a real kind of, um, you know, okay, 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 and it's very kind of let's let's sing and you know, it ends with ends with the devil laughing as the world goes to hell. So it, it's it's a, it's a wonderful, colourful song and one of his most modern sort of relevant songs still today, I think. Les hommes ils en ont vu que leurs yeux sont devenus gris. Ça va.
It's notoriously difficult to translate French songs into English, particularly when trying to preserve the poetry of the original text. The French is a wonderful language. I mean, first of all, with the nouns and the pronouns and and everything being a verb, uh, you can say so much more. Braille translator, adapter and collaborator Rod McEwen. You have to try to distill the idea, but at the same time, uh, give it your own spin. All you can do is approximate. All you can do is come as close as possible. And of course you're going to have critics. You'll always have critics because the original is always better. The idea would be that you should stay as close as you can to keep to the poetry and not to worry necessarily about the rhymes, the lined endings like that, and find a way to make it work. Paul Buck translated Braille for my 1989 album, Jacques. I did ask permission from one publisher in this country if I could do one of the Braille songs. I won't say which one it was. And he said, yes, just keep the melody, throw away the lyrics, just write whatever lyrics you want. And I said, but what would be the point? And he said, it doesn't matter about the lyrics. I said, but what would be the point? <laughs> You're just saying that you just have to keep the music. That is all that's important. And he said, well, if you put your own lyrics, you're going to get 50% of it as well. And I said, you know, you, but that's it's not what the point is. The point is to be able to convey some of the, the lyrics, some of the poetry of the songs. Um, and when you come back to the bro, of course that's very much the point because I would say he's a poet. That's really what he's about, he's been a poet. The most adapted and translated of Brel's songs is, of course, Namakitapa. Namakitapa, il faut oublier d'où peut s'oublier qui s'enfuit déjà. Oublier le temps des malentendus et le temps perdu à savoir comment. Oublier ces heures qui tuaient parfois à coups de pourquoi le cœur du bonheur ne me quitte pas, ne me quitte pas, ne me quitte pas, ne me quitte pas. The most prolific adapter and translator of Jacques Brel's work is American poet and songwriter Rod McEwen. If you go away, literally translated means don't leave me, Nemakitapa. You also have to worry about an American, an English, if you will, rhyme scheme. And don't leave me just didn't work. And if you go away came to me, and uh, he was so pleased with that because it kept the same idea but it just took it a slightly different direction. Ne me quitte pas, ne me quitte pas. Ne me quitte pas. Je t'inventerai des mots insensés que tu comprendras. Je te parlerai de ces amants-là qui ont vu Deux fois leur cœur s'embraser Je te raconterai l'histoire de ce roi mort De n'avoir pas pu te rencontrer Ne me quitte pas Ne me 
pas Ne me quitte pas Ne me quitte pas Irish singer and prolific Brel performer Camille O'Sullivan The French one is stunning because he's like um, if you go away, please don't leave me, please don't leave me and at the end I'll be the shadow of your hand, the shadow of your dog which is one of the most saddest lines of it. the shadow of your dog I think to me now is like I think all of us possibly in our life have felt that with somebody going the worthlessness the absolute worthlessness that you would make me feel and I don't want you to leave me and I remember hearing it going Oh my God, you know, how could, you know, how could somebody make you feel that way? Or that, how could someone be so understanding? They don't need to say, oh my God, you've broken my heart. The shadow of my dog is enough for you to know the indignity of what you've done is let, is to feel that way or somebody's treated you that way. And um, I think he, he's just poetic in the sense that instead of going, I'm feeling sad and you don't love me anymore, He's like, almost like saying all the things we can do together, all the hope, all the things we have, um, you know, and in the most vulnerable way, in some way you don't want to say to a person is please, please don't go. And it's the worst thing you can say because you really know you're lowering yourself then. But if you stay, I'll make you a day like no day has been or will be again. We'll sail the sun, we'll ride on the rain We'll talk to the trees and worship the wind Then if you go, I'll understand Leave me just enough love to hold in my hand If you go away, if you go away, if you go I love uh, Shirley Bassey's approach to If You Go Away because it was very bombastic, but that's Shirley. But I also liked what Dusty Springfield did with it because she did it more introspectively. If you go away on this summer day, then you might as well take the sun away. All the birds that flew in the summer sky When our love was new and our hearts were high When the day was young and the night was long And the moon stood still for the night bird's song If you go away If you go away If you go away Time and time again when Namakitapa uh, has been adapted in other languages, Dutch, Spanish, Italian, they've gone to If You Go Away first, and they've tried to combine the two, which is why the French named both songs as one. Dabei wollte mein Herz ganz dein eigen sein, denn ich liebe dich. Lieb nur dich allein. Bitte geh nicht fort. Bitte geh nicht fort. Bitte geh nicht fort. When 2000 came around, the French named Nemekitapa slash If You Go Away, the song of the century. 
taking my translation into account. And that, that's been a great, great thrill for me. There are 700 recordings on if you go away. Ne me quitte pas. Je ne vais plus pleurer. Je ne vais plus parler. Je me cacherai là à te regarder danser, sourire, à t'écouter, chanter, et puis à rire. Laisse-moi devenir l'ombre de ton ombre, l'ombre de ta main, l'ombre de ton chien, mais ne me quitte pas, ne me quitte pas, ne me quitte pas. Though they might not have realised it, for many people, it was the 60s heartthrob Scott Walker who helped introduce them to Brel. One day I should become a singer with a Spanish bum Who sings for women of great virtue I'd sing to them with a guitar I borrowed from a coffee bar Well, what you don't know Singer-songwriter Gavin Friday When you interpret a song, you have to sort of make it your own And Scott Walker, who is probably the most famous interpreter of Brel's work He's done the versions and it's almost like Adonis, some Greek god because he sings like a Greek god and looks or looked like one then. But a lot of people say I'm really into Brel, and I actually think they're really into Scott Walker doing Brel. Momus again. It's about imagining yourself as a, a big and very stupid pop star. Uh, it's contemptuous of everybody. It's contemptuous of himself, contemptuous of the audience of these middle-aged suburban middle-class women who, who uh, adulate this Jackie character. It's contemptuous of, uh, of that type of popular entertainer. It's about the idea of the banal being a launching point into the, uh, the cosmic and the divine. And Scott Walker wasn't the only artist to be inspired by La Chanson de Jacques. With um, Chanson de Jacques, I think, I think when I recorded it, I wanted to make it like a big, overblown pop song. And we wanted to treat it as well, like bring out the side of the song that was the megalomania side of the song, you know, this pop star on, on a stage. But really, I just want to be little Jackie again, you know, with my kind of like childhood name and my childhood things. And I think that that's a theme that I've, I've always loved. I've always loved that kind of that fact you're, you're on a stage as a pop star and people are adoring you. But inside, you're really sort of screaming, you know, I just want to be the kid back on the Beach in Southport again. Et 
But we felt like 